Hey gang, Jason here, and this is kind of a special edition of the For the Love of Trackers podcast. So I'm not going to number this one, I'm just going to say that this is back from the big show, and I'm literally just back. I've only been home for about an hour and a half from the National Farm Toy Show, and I just wanted to kind of do this podcast while everything is still sort of fresh in my mind, from the things I saw, the people I talked to, and I still kind of got that... Uh, post-show excitement going on you know I think if I after I sleep tonight and kind of get back to work tomorrow uh, that's all going to kind of wear off a little bit and I may kind of forget some of the things that I wanted to talk about and all that so this podcast is going to be a special edition podcast and then I still hopefully later this week or early next week will have the regular podcast which would be uh, episode five I guess is what we're on now and that, that's going to be a great podcast so Anyway, let's talk about the show. So the first thing, so with COVID this year, everything is a little different. And uh, I think the dealer numbers were down some, but the show was still incredible. If there was something you were looking for, it was in Dyersville this weekend. I saw, you know, everything from kind of the newer stuff. You know, Ertl and Speccast both set up booths at the show so you can kind of see what's coming. So I got to see the new Fent Planter, which I'll do uh, a little bit of a video. I, I just did like a 10-second video of it, but I'll kind of mix it in with like my best of the the show video that I'm going to do here. Probably That'll probably launch later this week at some point, I hope. And um, Ertl had the new X9 Combine there, which that looks really nice. Uh, you know, there's there's... I'm certainly excited to get my hands on that and see how that turns out as well. Those for me were the two sort of big new announcements. I know we talked uh, when I talked through the catalog the other day about some of the other things that are coming out. Uh, but those were the two things I was kind of most excited to see. Speccast also did have the puck hose reels that they uh, kind of teased us with here. Oh, geez, I bet, I bet it's been a few months ago now. But uh, those look great, so I'm really excited to see that. I would love to see Speccast get into more short-line manufacturers, such as Puck or, uh, you know, okay, Dream Scenario, Landall, somebody like that. But, it, you know, anyway, it's great to see the, some of the smaller manufacturers getting some love from, uh, from a big company like Speccast producing toys, and they look excellent. So I can't wait to get my hands on a real one, um, you know, the, the sort of final version of the toy, just to see where we end up with on that. I think it's got huge potential. So we stayed in Dubuque, which is, you know, 20 minutes from Dyersville. It's super easy. We, you know, you, you get on, I think it's 20 there, and you just sort of head west to Dyersville. You're there in no time, and uh, you know how it is before a big show. You're excited, and the miles just seem to go away pretty fast. So we didn't, we didn't get into Dubuque until about 8 o'clock on Friday evening, roughly. So we obviously didn't get to do any of the Dyersville activities Friday evening. Uh, so we just kind of went back to the hotel. I think we grabbed some dinner and just sort of rested up, ready to get going in the next morning. And then I, I kind of made a list. And then here's the thing, and I'm really good about doing this at the big shows. I will make a list of things I want or need to grab. And then I will almost immediately get to the show, start looking, start talking to people, and forget all about it. So actually, <laughs> as silly as this sounds, I did get most of the things I went to the show to get. But I definitely forgot some key things that I wanted to get at the show, which is going to set me back a little bit for building for the, the upcoming farm toy shows, the Bloomington show in Thanksgiving and the Janesville show there on the, I believe it's the 5th and 6th of December. So that's kind of unfortunate, and I'm probably going to have to do a, a quick order 
and try to get some things here just because of my forgetfulness <laughs> and uh, more of an excitement situation than forgetfulness, really. And um, anyway, so I, I, that's my fault and I'm going to have to pay a little stupid tax as far as uh, some shipping goes that I wouldn't have had to pay if I had just picked up the stuff in Dyersville, but that's okay. Anyway, so we got up early Saturday. I'm thinking that we left our hotel around 8, maybe 7.30 or so. We grabbed a quick bite of breakfast for the road and got into Dyersville at about 20 after 8 or so. And what's really cool, I don't know if you've ever been to Dyersville or not, but you know you can see the museum straight from the, uh, the highway there. And, well, this year you can see Tent City straight from the highway. So that, that kind of gets you excited as soon as you sort of get to Dyersville, you're not even off the highway yet, you see all these tents and all of the dealer trailers there, and you just know that those are packed full of farm toys. And if that doesn't get you excited uh, for a toy show, nothing's going to. So we get to Tent City, and somehow we got Rockstar Parking, literally right by Tent City. Uh, I, I actually parked right by B&B Farm Toys, which I didn't know at the time when I was parking, but it was it was good because we were picking up several cases of toys from those guys. So <laughs> anyway, it worked out awesome. So like I said, we were right there by B&B Farm Toys. Of course, I didn't know it. So we headed into Tent City, and I didn't, didn't stop at B&B first. Uh, I would have had I known that's where they were, but uh, they had a map of the show, but I just had it downloaded on my phone, and I'll be honest, I couldn't read it worth a darn, so it didn't help me out too much. Uh, there, but so I was, you know, walking around and one of the things that at, at my age, what's starting to happen to me at these shows is especially the bigger shows is I kind of get overwhelmed. It's sensory overload a little bit. And I hope some of you guys kind of understand that or get that too, because, you know, I get really excited when it comes to uh, going to a farm show. I, I I'm pretty pretty good about hiding it and keeping my cool. I'm not like jumping up and down or anything, but you know, inside I'm, I'm pretty excited to be there. And so I'm looking around and like immediately some of the things I were looking for, so I was looking for John Deere 7520s, John Deere 8010s, and the, uh, the new 1206 164 scale, uh, the, the 75th Ur uh, Ertl edition. And I, I found immediately found one of the 1206s and the price was great compared to what I was seeing on the internet. So I thought to myself, okay, well, uh, I better keep this in mind. Maybe I'll grab this later or whatever. Well, so that was my first mistake. And so here's kind of my first tip. If you go to the National or to any big show, if I'm honest, if you go to St. Louis, uh, Lafayette, National, Summer Show, etc., etc., and that is if you see something you want, you need to buy it when you see it. A couple reasons. You probably, especially at the National or St. Louis, something like that, you're probably not going to have time to come back and get it. And that's just the fact of being at a big show. And then the second thing is, there's a really good chance that when you come back to get it, someone else has already bought it. So that's something you need to keep in mind. Anyway, so I thought to myself, well, I'll I'll, I'll look around, I'll make sure this is the sort of the best price on the 1206, and then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll either buy it where I see it the best price or I'll get it from one of my friends um, that, that are dealers, something like that. Well, at the end of the day, I forgot to buy a 1206. <laughs> so that kind of stinks, but that's just the way it is. It's life at this point. Anyway, so I kind of just walked through uh, Tent City a little bit and Tent City was a, a, 
a mix of like new in the box, newer things, uh, some new in the box, older things, and then just some sort of older toys and other memorabilia and things like that. It's really neat. Uh, it's really cool. It was a beautiful day. I, you know, it was 70 something, which, you know, Dyersville, Iowa in November, 70 something is, you know, nearing record high temperatures. So, uh, couldn't have asked for a better day. So it was, you know, it was very pleasant walking around. So finally I get around to, I, I run into, uh, I ran into Danny and Gotti and Herb Minix, who are both, uh, very good friends of mine over the years. And, um, anyway, I talked to them for a while and looked at their things. And, uh, and it, so here's another situation. I even said to them, well, I need to get going guys. I need to see the show. I've got some things I got to do videos to take interviews, etc., etc." And I'll come back. Well, I, I didn't make it back. You know, it's, so it's the same situation. If, if you see something, you need to buy it right when you're there. So that's, that's just my advice. I don't think I can stress that enough. Anyway, finally make it over to B&B Farm Toys. You know, Brian and Barry, I don't know if you know those guys, nicest guys you can, you can ask for. Uh, they wholesale products to me. Um, these green light trucks, the auto world trucks, things like that, which we now, by the way, do have in stock if I can get around to doing it tonight, uh, and getting them uploaded. So I'm, I'm talking to them and again, you know, we're chit chatting, we're having a good time. We, I only get to see these guys three or four times a year. Uh, and so you want to talk to them, you want to have a good time and all, you know, I kind of forget what I'm doing. Well, luckily Adam Sunken of mini toy truck and tractor uh, comes and he's wanting to pick up some trucks from from Brian that he that uh, he pre-ordered, and then it kind of hits me. Hey, I, I need to get these trucks from Brian. My my vehicle is literally right by their trailer. This is the time to do it. So I do, um, and then I think I chatted a little bit more with them, and then somebody else came along. I started talking to, and all of a sudden you forget what you're doing again, and you you're moving on. So. Anyway, at this point, we'd been toy shopping several hours, and my wonderful wife who went with me, who if you've been to shows, you've definitely met her, uh, if you've bought anything from us, um, she wanted to go to the Antique Mall, which of, of course, I, you know, I, I enjoy seeing those things with her, and the Antique Mall in Dyersville is not your typical Antique Mall, they've, they've got toys everywhere, so I said, yeah, let's go check that out, um, and then we'll head to the big building, so we do. And, you know, good time again, running into people, talking, um, just having a good time. And then all of a sudden, it's almost noon. So now we've spent like four, four and a half hours here, and um, I've got very little accomplished, and I've seen probably about one-tenth of the show. <laughs> and so you almost get this panic, like, oh, crap, I'm not going to see this whole thing if I don't get on it. So we hop in the van because the the main building uh, was it's it's a walk and it's not that the walk was bad the walk would have been easy to do it's when I bought all the stuff carrying it back would have stunk so we drive down to the the main building big parking lot easy to get in super awesome uh, you know we get in the door everybody's super friendly that you know that's running the door and all that stuff we had you know it was a great time just kind of little joking with them there so I think we waited a, we were a couple people deep in line so. Uh, you know, everybody's having a great time. It's a toy show. So I walk in, I check out Ertl, I check out SpecCast, you know, like I was telling you guys about that. Uh, run into my buddy, Andrew O'Leary, had a great conversation with him. Uh, my other buddy, buddy Jeremy, um, he comes up, we're talking. Um, 
I check out Dale Matson's table. He had some really great stuff. Uh, if you if you've never uh, been to Matson's miniatures website, um, really neat custom stuff there. Definitely some items I would have loved to have added. Added. Wow. Okay. My brain is fried, guys. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> some items I would have loved to have added to my collection, but um, again, limited time and. I wanted to see what I could see because, uh, you know, obviously limited budget as well. There's only so many dollars in your pocket. And so I, and I knew some other things I wanted to get. So we go around walking and um, run into my buddy, Dave Holman. Uh, if you guys are familiar with Heartland Customs, uh, you can check him out online. He had incredible custom items. So the first thing I saw and I ended up buying was uh, he has a small grain cart, it's beautiful. You'll see a video of it this week or next week whenever I get to it. Uh, really great, can't wait to have that on my display. And then he had the Cat Lexions Combine, the Claws Lexion Combines. And man, those are awesome. So my intent was to buy one at the show. Uh, long story short, talking with Dave, wheeling and dealing a little bit. Uh, I'll hopefully have a Lexion within a week or two. Um, so there you go. They're awesome. Can't wait to show you that as well. Anyway, through talking, I've always wanted one of his John Deere combines. He makes some incredible 7700s, 8820s, uh, 4400s, 6600s, etc., etc. So I ended up buying one of those uh, combines from him. You'll be able to see those as well later this week in a video. It's really cool. Really nicely detailed. Just a really great little combine. Uh, and I'm excited to have it. Don't really have room for it on the display. Doesn't matter. It's going to look fantastic on a shelf. So finally, uh, talking some shop, doing some business with him. Dave and I do some file trading and things like that back and forth as far as 3D stuff goes. And it's you know that's a lot of fun uh, to always do, in my opinion. And anyway, we move on to kind of the next thing. Uh, the, what was really interesting about the big building. So looking at it one it, it's so far you can barely see the other end of the darn thing it's huge but they were able and and this is a good thing because of covid they were able to really spread the building out uh spread the dealers out quite a bit so it was nice because if you've ever been to one of the big shows before you know you are just right on top of people while you're looking well there were huge aisles there were like I said, there were distances between the tables it was fantastic because you weren't crowded, and I like that. In an in a non-COVID year, I greatly appreciate that. That uh, I can have space to look. That I'm not stepping on somebody. Somebody's not kind of all up in my business, and so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And in fact, it would be awesome if uh, more shows could have that much space. I realize that's unreasonable, but um, it was great. I think a lot of people were worried about having it in this building. Not you know after being there. It was awesome. It was great. So moving on down through the, the line, lots of the, the main building had lots of just a mix of, there were really great customs. There was a fella that had a custom 116 scale and I, I've got his card and I cannot find where I put it. And that's a tragedy, but because uh, I'd love to name him, I, I do. I think I did take some pictures or videos of it. Just some really great 116 scale custom implements. And, um, so I was excited to see those, uh, all sorts of, you just didn't know what you were going to find. There was tractor literature. I, I was able to pick up some Steiger brochures that I didn't have before. I was really excited about that. Paid through the nose for them, but, uh, 
it's one of those things where when you see it, you better, you know, you better get it. When, where else am I going to see the some of those rarer brochures? So, anyway. There were a couple other uh, items I really wanted to kind of inquire about, but being being the big show, I felt like, and also being the first show of show season, I, I didn't want to get carried away. So uh, there was a Pedal Steiger, not the one that was brought out, but a custom one, and I, man, I wanted that thing bad, but I don't even collect pedal stuff, obviously. It's too big, but... Uh, man, I wanted that thing. I, but I didn't even ask what it cost because I was afraid he would say something that was in my price range. And then that was going to go home with me. So, <laughs> And then uh, one of the other things I saw, and I just didn't even inquire about it, there was a uh, a Bueller Versatile 116 scale, scale models tractor. Those are super rare. And um, there was one there. I'm sure it was you know, in the three to $500 range, which is completely reasonable for that tractor. But... Um, I just, I again, didn't inquire. I'm really trying to focus my collection. And it, so that kind of means I'm going to have to cut out buying a lot of things, especially 116 scale things. But it's just something I need to do, I think, to, to have a more focused collection and to, you know, just ultimately be happier with my collection. So I didn't, didn't get that either. So then... Moving on, I ran into kind of another big group of friends of mine, and that's uh, Chucky Stevens, um, Jeremy Richards, their families. Uh, we've kind of become friends with them over the last few years, and they were all set up there. Chucky, you might know Chucky's Precision Parts and Pullers, Tractor Tires, 116, 16 scale, 30 second scale, 8 scale. Jeremy Richards has quite a few parts as well. Both of those guys are world-class customizers and builders, just the absolute top of their game. And then one of the things that uh, I was there to do and uh, Chucky showed me was the uh, St. Jude custom tractors that they've done. And I'll do a video on those really soon. At the Sioux Falls show next year, there are going to be five tractors coupled with implements mounted on plaques and they're custom tractors. And the, uh, the National Farm Toy Builder and Collector Society is going to auction those tractors off for St. Jude's. A hundred percent of those proceeds go to St. Jude's, which is if you don't, if you're not familiar with St. Jude's, an incredible organization. I know my family personally has benefited from them. One of my nephews had to go through St. Jude's when he was just a young kid, and just you cannot say a, a good enough things about that organization. So I got to look at those tractors, and like I said, I'll just do a video on those so you can see them. They're incredible. They're all 116 scale, absolutely incredible customs. Uh, those are going to go sky high, and if you get, one of you guys are lucky enough to bid on them and get them, I mean, absolutely congratulations. They, are, uh, they will be something that will make you proud to have in your collection for years and years to come. And then another thing I did with those guys, uh, another buddy of mine, Jay Rolchin, he is really active in... Uh, trying to get youth builds going at different shows. So the idea is that the National uh, Farm Toy Builders and Collectors Society will uh, put on youth builds so that young kids can come in and they can show them how to do basic customization of tractors. So swapping tires uh, on trucks, he made a, a quick little pulling truck 
uh, today on the video, or I, well, you, by the time you read this, it'll be yesterday, I suppose, or hear this, but um, just really cool stuff like that, that um, this group is really doing great things with. And so I filmed a short video for that as well, which we'll have up uh, to kind of promote that, to promote the Builders and Collectors Society, and just to kind of give people an idea of uh, some of the things that are coming up in the hobby. So, and I see I'm coming up on 20 minutes here, so I apologize, you know, if I get a little lengthy here, but that kind of brings me to what I really want to talk about in this podcast, and we're talking about the youth, uh, that is the display contest, and I can't begin to tell you, I am so proud of especially the young guys that were at the display contest this year. Now, uh, several of those guys are kind of regulars on For the Love of Tractors uh, live chats. They'll be chatting with me. They're over on our Discord or we're chatting on Instagram or whatever. So I, I guess maybe I'm a little biased, but it's almost like a proud papa moment if you know if I'm honest here, because some of these guys uh, had never customized a tractor, had never even thought of doing a farm toy display, and they saw some of the things I was doing. The you know the things Chris Steve is doing. You know I certainly can't take all the credit for influencing young kids. I mean, that's silly, but, um, these, these young guys, uh, uh, Bo Sabata and, um, Jace Huff, guys like that, they were, their, their displays were as good. They were as good as 99% of adult displays I've seen at all the toy shows I've ever been to. And the thing that, blew me away with these young guys is, is two things their eye their attention to detail their eye for detail is it's better than mine will ever be i just was blown away with it and then two the background stories that these guys came up with for their displays i mean every piece of equipment had a story to it the buildings had stories to it, it the each field it was just absolutely mind-blowing, uh, exciting to see, and and I, I'm, I'm actually struggling for words. Like, it put a smile for ear to ear on me for the rest of the day to talk to these guys, for to have them look through my displays, or look, sorry, to look through their displays and kind of show me the ins and outs of it. And it was just, it was really uplifting because for years I've heard Several people in the hobby tell me how it's dying. It's it's drying up, it's dying, and all of that. And now what I have seen, especially with this whole For the Love of Tractors and all the show, social media I've done, is it is, this hobby is exploding. It's not dying. This thing is taking off like a rocket ship. These young guys, you know, they are creative. They have the power, you know, of... They have all the knowledge of the world at their fingertips, and these guys are ready to use it. And they are passionate about farm toys, they're passionate about tractors, they're passionate about farming, and it's just, it, it's exciting. Like, And I was talking with some other guys, uh, uh, some of the guys I mentioned earlier uh, about it, and they're excited too. They see it too. They see these young guys who are just diving in headfirst into this hobby, and we're like, Wow. The, the sky is the limit with these kids because they are doing things as, as 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds that 
that guys like us took 20 or 30 years to develop. And and part of that is that that guys like myself and Chucky Stevens and Chris Steve and all these other guys, you know, we're trying to put our information and our knowledge out there to get to these kids. And it, it's working, I think. And man, it was just super cool to see uh, what these guys can come up with. I can't wait to show you guys the videos. I'm pretty sure the first few videos I'm going to do this week are going to be of these, uh, particularly Bo and Jace, their displays, because the, the things that I think blew my mind are going to blow your mind too. You're going to see it. You're going to see what I'm talking about. The attention to detail, just the little details, the, the little parts of the story and all of that, that, that takes their display from, you know, a bunch of items, toys, static grass, uh, trees, whatever on a display and, and turns it really into something like a living, breathing thing. And it's just, it's crazy. I just, I, I know I'm kind of stumbling over my words and I've been trying, honestly, since yesterday, I've been trying to think of how I'm going to describe this and how I'm going to kind of get across how I feel about it. And the only thing I can say is exciting. I just can't wait. And these guys, I tell you what, they are all telling me they're, they're coming back. They're already planning their next display. It may not be next year. Uh, you know, may take them a couple years to get another one together, which is great. It's fine. But, the, you know, they're all already, they're like, we're coming back, can't wait, planning. And, you know, it was really cool. At the end of the day, what was so cool is, th so I'm, there's a couple of them standing around, and, and one of them says to me, you know, at the end of the day, it didn't really matter if I won. I made some friends, and we learned some stuff, and we're all helping each other out, and we can't wait to come back and compete against each other again. And... If the adults had that attitude in this world, we this world would be in just such a much better place. Like I said, I'm telling you guys, you see it all the time. People running down kids these days or whatever. These young guys in this farm toy world, they are going to take the world by storm. They are the future leaders of, of everything. They're just incredible. So... Anyway, guys, so that's kind of that kind of wrapped up my day uh, at the very end. I was kind of did a flurry of buying, if you will. Uh, I saw some really cool stuff. There were some custom big buds uh, in in one of the stores, uh, one sixteen scale. They were incredible. They were so far out of my budget that it could just never happen. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, I, I think I got a quick video of that. So I'll probably do like a compilation video of things at some point too here in the next week or so for you guys, and you know hopefully you like it. So. Uh, also want to thank um, Jason Latch, who I was able to talk to at the show. Uh, there were several other guys that said, hey, I, I watch your YouTube channel or, you know, I follow you on social media. That's just incredibly humbling to me. Uh, again, if, if you guys see me out at a show, please come visit. I just, uh, just say hi, if anything. I mean, I know you're busy and, uh, you know, you got to be doing stuff too, but I, I just love it. it. It just means the world to me when people say hi to me like that at a show. I just... Um, makes my day guys. So anyway, thank you guys for watching this. This is going to be a rougher podcast for sure. Uh, cause I'm just not, I'm not going to edit this. Uh, we're just going to throw it up because it's, it's like I said, it's a special show edition and I kind of wanted to get it out stream of conscious as it's flowing through my mind, uh, before I sleep on it too much and forget about it. So, uh, anyway, 
So I know there's a lot of uh, so's and likes and ums in here. You have to just bear with me on that, guys. I'm I'm working on that. But anyway, like I said, we'll do the regular scheduled podcast. Hopefully this week, if everything works out well. I've got a million things to do with the to kind of wrap up my uh, National Farm Toys show things. Uh, I've got a really cool announcement that I'm going to make, I think, in the next episode of the podcast. So you'll see kind of why uh, some of my time's getting taken up a little bit, but it's exciting stuff. And um, just thanks, guys. I, I mean, as always, I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Uh, I think I'm the only farm toy podcast. We're going to do, you know, we're going to keep knocking these out every couple weeks or so. Uh, we'll mix the farm toy world with the real tractor world and farming like we have been. You guys seem to love that. Going to do some interviews real soon. I did record some stuff. Uh, got a little bit of uh, editing to do on that. Got to figure out a couple things before I can actually get it up and going. Uh, but just going to keep at this. Thanks for all your love on social media. Can't thank you enough on that. And you know, please have, visit ForTheLoveOfTractors.com. And uh, hopefully I'll see you at the shows, guys. Uh, Bloomington, Illinois, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the Janesville, Wisconsin show at the American, uh, that is the following weekend, so I think it's December 5th and 6th, and then uh, we'll be at the Mark Twain show in late February and Lafayette in March, so hope to see you guys there. Have yourselves an awesome day, and happy tractor hunting.